0: I try to live my life, live my life every day. I keep out of strife. Come what may I try to do unto others as I have them do to me. But it can't be done for everyone, and now it's plain to see.
4: You are a cunt, 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 cunt. that's speaking cunt. Yes, cunt.
0: Say it twice, be real nice Even though it
5: is hard To keep up this facade And now I see, dearie me What a hassle this would be Big I'm out of luck, don't give a fuck Cause, Cause you're, you're the, the cunt, not me Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 cunt passed
4: Shut that scabby cunt mouth before I fuck up your face. I
0: try to be real nice, say it twice. Good advice, even though it's futile. Uh, fucking imbecile, I don't know why. Gonna get you back, you fucking son of a bitch. You are a cunt.
6: Only now, 6 p.m. Israel time, or it's actually 7 already, uh, 12 hours after the event started, we received the first formal statement from the IDF spokesperson, and I will include an article with that statement in the notes. A year ago, there was a military operation in Gaza to prepare for such events, and ongoingly there are trainings for these kind of scenarios. This raises serious questions, for me anyway, about israeli intelligence what happened two years ago there were um there was a successful
3: let me talk to you yeah that's right cunts back and we had a special bean of the week brandon peacock one of the original hosts co-hosts of uh, dangerous world podcast so if you guys were listeners of a uh, dangerous world back in the day you'll be familiar with brandon also brandon was a bean of the week previously so Yes, welcome him back. We had a, a nice discussion of uh, some current events, and then uh, he bounced out a little early, and Ryan and I wrapped it up the way we always do, so sit back and enjoy. Now let's get into some housekeeping, okay? In the beginning, an in intro to this, you're going to hear a high-pitched, I did everything I could to get it out, but you are you still might hear it. it. It won't hurt your ears, but you're going to hear a sh- type noise, okay? That's my coonhound crying and when I record and I, I let the door open they come in lay on the floor whatever they, they like to hang out in the, the, the studio well I didn't realize he was standing right next to me doing his crying all the time bit like Elvis sang about so you're gonna hear it now should I have given him some pure pet wellness CBDs to calm him down maybe I didn't think about it but if you have dogs with anxiety dogs with Joint pain, dogs with, uh, you know, scratches or dry pads. Go to purepetwellness.com, enter ghost at checkout, and you get 20% off your entire order. That's ghost at checkout, 20% off your entire order. Pure Pet Wellness is an American owned and operated company and American sourced, and they're a family run business. So you're supporting local business here in America. Okay? Again, that's purepetwellness.com. Goes to checkout gets you 20% off your entire order. Now, let's move on to conspiracy soap. You know, you want your butthole clean. Uh, the wife, she just keeps digging at me. <laughs> you and talking about buttholes. Well, I like a good smelling butthole. I don't want it to smell like poop, okay? So get some conspiracy themed soap and take a shower with it. All natural ingredients, another family owned and operated uh, company here in America. And American sourced okay we get the highest grade best quality product that there is and sell it to you at a great price you can either pay six dollars for one bar or five five dollars a bar for a four pack okay for 20 bucks can't beat that dangerousworldpodcast.com and you can get your conspiracy themed soap all great scents and there's more coming we're going to be adding some more scents Uh, here in the next couple months because, honestly, we weren't sure how uh, you, the audience, uh, would react and and like them. But you you do. So we can't thank you enough. And, hell, we were... uh, You'll hear it this Friday when when the tavern comes out. We were talking uh, the soap and two of the guests ordered uh, two four-packs. And it was great, right on the spot. So, again, DangerousWorldPodcast.com for your conspiracy-themed soap. Now, for the money maker, the money shot that is. Patreon.com forward slash My Third Eye Podcast. Three, five, and ten dollar tiers. Five dollars is your best bang for your buck. You get everything. You get the videos. You get the audio. Full episodes. No commercials. Any bonus content that that I do which is kind of sporadic that I have I'm sitting on some that I I do need to uh, to put out for you Patreons and maybe I'll uh, try and get that out you know maybe this week or something who knows Um, so yeah ten dollars that's just a super supporter if you really like the show you you like my content and you just feel sorry for me you know sign up for the ten dollar tier ten dollars a month but again five dollars is your best bang for your buck Again, patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast. Just sign up. And for the Patreons that are there, I love you. You guys have had my back. Without you, I could not have ever upgraded one single piece of my equipment to better handle the. Well, I, I, I upgraded my computer and now I'm still kind of regretting it, but I, I went from a Windows 8 to a Windows 11. And I soon realized I hate Windows, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, so, yeah, you, you guys have, have helped update all the equipment, whether it's a microphone, the roadcaster, the computer, what have you. And I can't thank you enough. So, let's get on with the show, shall we? We're going to get into some uh, current events and uh, end on a, a funny note. And there might be a special shout out in this episode to a certain podcaster out there that uh, I think he thinks Ryan really hates him. So uh, sit back and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground News Team and the tag team champions of the podcast world. I am the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost with me as always is the radical one, the right lip Ryan Dean, and we have Bean of the Week, returning guest host. Brandon Peacock. How are you doing, Brandon?
7: I was so happy to hear that you guys gave me that title last week. Uh, really, really thankful for you guys. It's awesome. Awesome. Doing, doing great, man. I'm watching this craziness in on, on Washington and then now having to watch that craziness over in Israel. So, you know, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm plugged in. I would I am always anxious to hear your guys' uh, side of it. So I'm super happy to be here, man. Awesome. Thank you.
8: Happy to have you and yeah the bean of the week i always like to clarify that is not a racial thing it's a vagina thing right that's what it's supposed to be i'm a lab piece of that
7: yeah i'm I'm as i'm as mexican as you are ryan so i don't think there's any worry about racial epithets getting out of the way so
8: (laughs) there we go there we go yeah man uh fun fun week of news right i mean we just had this whole wild thing we wanted to kind of lead with the hamas thing but we're going to try to find out a little bit more information as we're going here. Probably save that towards later, even though that is obviously the biggest news story out there. But, um, there's a lot of other shit to talk about, man. But first, I mean, what'd you get into this weekend, Brandon? Did you do anything fun this weekend or this week?
7: This weekend, dude, my school is just now winding down. So I'm just remembering what it's like to have free time. And, uh, so that's, that's kind of, I mean, I'm doing a lot of dog, dad, boring shit, man. <laughs> to be honest, I don't have much. If you guys want to hear about behavior anal- uh, analysis <laughs> and the way that it uh, interacts with psychotropic medication and the educational system, sure. I can talk to you guys past that. Uh, I'm happy that I'm, I'm plugged up, plugged in enough to be here with you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> Did, boring it, as shit, nothing.
8: <laughs> you got kind of a newer dog. I know he's not so new now, but what kind of dog is that again? A Labradoodle?
7: It's a golden doodle. Uh, a golden doodle. He's cute. Yeah, he's cute and he's like got all the golden like smartness and all the poodle fur. So he's really, yeah. really low maintenance. Don't need to pick up after him. He's uh, got those human eyes, as I'm sure all of you guys think your own dogs have. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah he's, he's deep down in my heart. I'm wearing the, the dog father shirt. Oh, right sick. Nice. I like it. I, I like, it, like it. it. And then we just got him. A skeleton costume too. So we're going we're, <laughs> we're banging this uh this Halloween cuz we got matching ones too. It's going to be fun, man. <laughs> Isn't he black? Yeah, he's black. He's got a little bit of gray in there. I tried to find some like pet friendly um spray paints. Yeah. But yeah. uh yeah, but to to spray a, a skeleton on him, but they're all out of that uh, specifically the white cuz I think that uh, that Instagram and TikTok trend have already blown up. So
8: as usual, I'm, I'm way late to the party, but it's all good, man. No, yeah, I freaking <laughs> I got four damn dogs over here now. Three of them strays. So, you know, people know about my love for dogs. But, uh, Ghost, you getting anything fun?
3: Uh, no, not really. Just uh, pretty much chilled. Other than doing the tavern yeah. on Friday and uh, woke up Saturday, sent you a message. I'm like, dude, Israel's burning down. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, yeah. holy shit. That's all I saw as soon as I woke up. So, uh, hopefully, we like you said, we can get into that a little bit Uh don't know what I'm making for for dinner today. It's it's a nice fall day, like typical fall weather. I I've been making soup the last couple weekends. Kind of burn out on soup, so I don't know. Um, but okay. hopefully by the end of the show, I'll figure it out.
8: I always argue that soup is not a meal, right? Yeah, <sighs> I, I I
7: feel the dad vibes in me already. Like uh, I got some like I I have some serious. Like facial hair inside my 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 face right now because I love soup, dude, and I think yeah. I slurp it. I think I slurp it like those old Jews that you see. <laughs> yeah, <it's> Chinese <laughs> Asians, right? Yeah, they yeah. go crazy. I, I, I love I love soup, man. So just to let you know how uh, vanilla I am as well, there goes. I'm well, glad you agree with me, Ghost. <laughs> yeah. uh,
8: soups are soups can be good, like a nice chunky tomato or potato soup, rather. But like, or a chili is a chili a soup? I would say. No, that's but a hard I guess one. Technically, it is because I I worked with a guy right? who called
3: it chili soup. He was like, "Yeah, I'm going home make my I'm making chili soup." I'm like, "Dude, it's just chili." No, it's chili soup. Okay, dude. weird. <laughs> all right.
7: Can I just say I think I think it's all a distraction. The same, I think the CIA put out that hot dog. Uh, is the hot dog a uh, sandwich? Question too. I think it's just a big distraction. They're just trying to keep our eyes off the prize, guys. So I that don't think we should get bogged down with these with these uh, discussions. I think we're just playing into the. New world government's hands,
8: the agenda, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. See, I, I see you're learning a lot, right? <laughs> uh, learning a lot of conspiratorial lingo. We got to do this, dude. Since since we mentioned soup, and you know how I am with like ranking foods and stuff. What's your favorite type of soup, Brandon? I'll start with you. You're the guest. Favorite soup out there?
7: Oh man, wonton. Wonton has been good. It matters what is filled with in in the wonton. There,
8: you like but, more wonton, uh, where it's got like the shrimp, the beef, the chicken, yeah. all that shit.
7: Yeah, all, cool. all, all of our places down here call it Chef Special, which is just like Southwestern for everything soup, you know? Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then some pho. Some pho, I, I will hit up every every good. goddamn day. Yeah, whether I'm sick or not. Um, But, uh, I mean, I'll take some tomato soup, I think, over over anything, especially... It matters what's going with the tomato soup, right? Yeah, I mean, the, grilled like, the, the grilled cheese. The grilled cheese is best. I'll take like a Reuben with it, man. I should have hit the spot every time.
8: Okay. Okay. So, gun to head. You're going tomato. I think so. I think so. Okay. All right. Man. Odd, but I I get it. I get it. Ghost. So what do you got?
3: I don't know, cause like one a, a only one, one man. If it if it's gonna be one, I'm either gonna go with a nice hearty chicken noodle with lots of noodles, or uh, it, its close cousin would be uh, Dutch. Uh, pot pie, which you guys would probably call more chicken and dumplings, but it has the homemade egg noodles. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably go pot pie, gun to head pot pie.
8: Pot pie, okay, yep. another weird one. I see. I always think that like we're gonna go like something kind of like I like a menudo. You know what I mean? Like menudo's fire, especially if you're hungover. Um, chicken tortilla is good. You know what I mean? I like a I like a clam chowder. You oh. know what I mean? I kind of like these these thicker. So yeah, I know. I mean, if that's one of those ones. Also, like jambalaya is good. Ah. Um, there's quite a few out there, man. So now that I'm actually thinking, um, it, you know, it's tough. Lobster bisque. I mean, these. I, I don't think like, jambalaya is a soup. Ones.
3: That's kind of like in a there. Rice, huh? Yeah, no, it's kind of in there with they, with chili. I'd say gumbo. Gumbo is more soupy. Maybe
7: yeah, you that's pour what it, I was You thinking. pour it over. You pour it over rice. It's not like a rice soup,
8: but it is. It is yeah. in that that gray zone. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, well, I'll go clam chowder just for the sake of it. Seems like Ghost wanted to say that one. so Yeah, I completely. Yeah, man, forgot. that's
3: New England clam chowder, not not Manhattan.
8: Yeah, not that Manhattan bullshit, right? They, Get they, that shit out. They here. got it all wrong. Yeah,
7: with the with the Menudo too. Is it is it red
8: or white, man? White all day, dude. White all, all day. day. Yeah, yeah. Gotta be. I've never had Menudo. Um, oh, you yeah, haven't? It's good, dude.
3: No, I've only ever heard of Menudo the band.
8: <laughs> right. No, I've seen there's some uh there's some wild I'll pull up some soup here in a second. Uh once once we start playing some videos and stuff, because I followed this like they make like Chinese food or something. I don't know exactly what some kind of Asian food. And I uh, also got a breakfast lasagna that I want to show you guys. Do you like deviled so, eggs? There's a few What? Do you like deviled eggs?
3: Fuck oh, yeah. Okay. I, I I saved a video. Good. <laughs> I think you'll. I could see you making this.
8: Yeah, I would never make this fucking breakfast lasagna that I'm going to show you, but uh, it's it looks pretty good. It's interesting. It's like layers of bacon and pancake mix and eggs, and looks good. But what do you say we get into the news? Otherwise, we're just going to talk about food all day. I
7: got I got some Hamas stuff for you guys. So so this is this is Oh, go ahead. Wait, wait. Where's my? I got a. Mute. I got a I had a uh advertisement playing for me here on Fox News. Who would have known that Fox wanted me to buy some stuff? <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I got know. this <laughs> I got this here from uh from Fox News. This is talking about Republicans um criticizing the Biden administration for all the things that might that they might have done to lead up to this uh Hamas attack on Israel. By the way, if you guys haven't seen it, read it from what I see is the place for these videos. Um you can see the you know, the cell phones of the shooters just watching israeli um I'm assuming Israeli. apparently there are uh, unconfirmed reports of American deaths and hostage uh, hostages being taken uh, by Hamas as well. but there, you just see like a a uh, civilian passenger vehicle crossing in front of where the Israeli national defense is posted up. and Hamas is shooting at them, but then they aim all of their guns towards these um towards the civilian cars. And then he got all the videos on Reddit as well about the, uh, I think they have videos of right when the first rocket started getting, getting shipped off. But, but the big criticism from Republicans is that Republicans highlighted recent moves by the Biden administration to release $6 billion in frozen Iranian funds as part of a prisoner swap deal. I'm going to try to look around and see what prisoners exactly that was. But the deal allows the allowed for the transfer of money held in a South Korean bank to accounts in Qatar. The administration says that the money can only be used for human. The the Biden administration said that that money can only be used for humanitarian purposes, and that Mm. the U.S. will have oversight as to how and when the funds are used. And even Fox is saying there is no evidence that any of that six billion dollars has left the Qatari account as of yet. But even as some of the mainstream media interviewers. Were questioning the Secretary of State Anthony Blinken about this morning. They were saying, like, were bringing up the fact, like, well, you know how fungible money is. You know that 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 certain partners, uh, certain um, partners that are allied against Israel, may have just been more willing to send that money, uh, to send some money towards Hamas, knowing that they were going to get this six billion dollars. To use for other things so right. as as fungible as money can be um there's, there's there's a lot of room for for wiggles and all the all the crazy stuff that happens when we get into i mean I, hearing about like the fact that this money's held in south korea but it's for qatar i don't know <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I know that this is this is not terribly abnormal for uh the israeli uh, uh and and, and uh, gaza conflict but um, it, it does look fishy so far, and we keep looking as we go along here.
3: We, we did touch yeah, on, man. on that uh, on. that wire transfer and uh, the hostage uh, thing probably, I want to say it was probably close to two months ago when, when, when it happened. Uh, I don't think we played any video clips of the the coverage of it, but I do know we talked about it and brought up that it had to be used for humanitarian purposes. Um, War could be humanitarian purposes.
8: Right, yeah, and what a weird thing to say, like, we'll give you this money, but you can only use it on a certain thing. It's like, they're not going to do that, man. They're going to use it for whatever the hell they want. Um, I found one of these videos that you are speaking of here. Let's see what we got. It's only 37 seconds. I guess it's a civilian target, too. That's what it looks like. Not a good move. Yeah, there, there's some the
7: shitty videos of the aftermath of all this too. It's it's like it's condominiums. I mean, the the, the shitty thing is that Israel is using condominiums to uh, expand into into Palestine and Gaza. Anyway, so it it matters where you put the blame, of course. Sure. Uh, ultimately, on which side here, but you can see at least the factors that led up to them wanting to target civilian structures. You know.
8: Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I, I, I try not to, you know, the whole side picking thing. I think this is the reason why shit like this happens. Obviously, there there's there's gotta be some like gen genuine animosity, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Like these these two people hate each other. It's hilarious reading the comments, by the way, on Reddit. I mean you got all kinds of <laughs> You just wild things that people say i'm proud of palestine stand up to those scum and give them a taste of what you've been dealing with someone else you know going well I, while i agree i'm afraid that the retaliation will be more severe and palestine will lose much more that's probably true um because yeah israel doesn't fuck around when it comes to you know defending themselves
3: no
7: yeah israel acts exactly like the imperialist tendril that it was made to be 80 years ago i'm not saying it exists as that Uh, obviously it's it was funded on a whole bunch of humanitarian uh, encroachments but a whole bunch of really great countries were in were established that way too like we can't we can't base today's countries off of the genocides that they or in this case we may have done in the past to get the country that we that we have right now it's not the best way to to measure things um it, 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 if you guys think the way you do about foreign policy the way i think you guys do um what i mean do you do you guys have a side in this the reason i ask is because the the whole zion zionist issue really comes really becomes really clear in all of those internet comments and in a whole bunch of people's minds is because i remember uh your support for moving the u.s embassy to um jerusalem during trump's time man is that still in your mind a good move a worthwhile move do we have any play to make over here right now
8: i mean for uh, to answer that directly like i don't really care about it anymore you know i i don't uh same way i feel about ukraine um so as far as moving the the base, I, I I could give a shit now. You know what I mean? Um, Ghost, I, I'll let you yeah, kind of answer it more completely. The
3: the old me, um, maybe. I and mean, when when I say old me, I'm saying you know maybe three four years ago me. Yeah, I was like all happy. Yeah, they're, they're recognizing Israel or uh, not Israel, but uh, Palestine, Palestine as uh, as you know the capital of Israel and what have you. And they move the embassy and what have you. Now, after doing research and hearing others do research on Israel itself and the Zionists and, um, you know, are they really... Assad. Assad. I mean, and are they really Israelites? Uh, so the now me is like, I don't really care either way because I think... Both sides have a legitimate uh, grief with one another. Who's to, who's right and who's wrong? I don't know because, like I said, the old me would have been yeah pro Israel, and now I'm like yeah, I don't know if Israel's such the good guy that we've always been told that they were. So I, I don't know. I, that, this was very well planned out. They came by land, sea, and air to to deliver this attack, including hang gliders. Like they came in on fucking hang gliders. And those ones that you sit in with the fucking fan motor in the back, and you know fucking taking out targets and shit. So I don't know. Like you said, Ryan, Israel doesn't fuck around. Um, if they're if they're hit, uh, they they usually hit back seven times harder than what they were hit. Even if it's one guy, it's like okay, we're going to take out fifty of yours. You know, just so I don't know. It's 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 a strange. Strange thing to wake up to over the weekend. And then in the back of your mind is like, well, could this be end time prophecies that everybody's talking about? You know, that right, kind of yeah. comes into play. And then, you know, you have what's going on in Ukraine now down into Israel. Then you have, I mean, the whole Middle East is pretty much been lit back on fire to to if, back to if, if, Trump or not Trump, but uh, Bush days and, and even further. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know. And Obama. And Obama. Yeah. yeah
7: I feel like. The, the the most vocal members of your guys' society though i mean I, I hate to group you guys in with them but the you know the q and honors are nothing but allied with israel does, yeah th- does that so this is a weird conflict because in, in uh in general i think you guys see the new world government this new this deep state order as trying to divide people and this is the conflict where it's to me easiest to see both sides of the argument where it's yeah. like I, I i i I, that doesn't mean that it it's not dividing people but it's only the people posting cartoons like the ones that you just put up, right yeah when these extremely inflammatory the same kind of um posts that that q and honors will make that are pushing uh um, to back israel it by the way doesn't make me any less likely to support israel but right. because you guys are always on the lookout for bullshit conspiracy theorists do you guys see red flags when all the q and line up against israel like that
8: uh, always yeah dude <laughs> q and on they're a cult right they're a cult just like the all the people that were bragging that they're gonna line up for vaccines with these this experimental technology where they're like i'm gonna gladly go and fucking do this you know what i mean like that's a cult too it's it's the the fauci cult versus the the trump and QAnon cult you know what i mean so i try to be i try to remove myself from it right it doesn't i don't have a dog in the race as far as israel and palestine so i i don't really care but at the same time it's like israel does done. they've done a lot of horrible things man like they've done some really really bad fucking things um there was one slide pulled up on this um uh little chain posts, I forget where multiple posts where in the fifties the Israel Secret Society, the Mossad, hatched a plan to firebomb areas in Egypt where Americans gathered to make these attacks appear that though that was the work of Muslims. And um uh, this whole thing's called the Lavon Affair, uh, L A V O N. So yeah man, this is they, that's
7: that that's how Palestine comes about, right? How, how they split uh, one yeah. of the things that helps them split away from Egypt, too, yeah.
8: Yeah, so it's just a strain. They're they're. It's hard to side with them, but I also am not a fan of just bombing, you know, civilian targets.
3: No, I do. I do have one clip on it that I forgot I, I saved. So I'll play it real quick.
8: Ooh,
9: Palestinian militants have just launched. It's muted. The surprise attack, which occurred at daybreak on. Palestinian militants have just launched an unprecedented multi-front attack on Israel. The surprise attack, which occurred at daybreak on Saturday, involved thousands of fighters and rockets infiltrating the country's heavily fortified border in several locations. The militants utilized a variety of methods to carry out the attack, including hang gliders, tunnels, trucks, and boats. This coordinated assault caught Israel off guard during a major holiday marking a significant escalation in the regional conflict. The Israeli Prime Minister responded to the situation by declaring, we are at war, and announced the call-up of up to 10,000 Israeli reservists, following the massive morning attacks. This statement underscores the gravity of the situation, and signals a potential shift in Israel's response strategy. As this situation continues to unfold, we at Intel Drop are committed to providing you with frequent and accurate updates to keep you informed about this developing crisis.
8: That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good video. Wild, man. It would be it would be one of those things that kind of fits in line with these uh end times prophecies that the government tries to fulfill, right? I mean, it's like when certain like the the ideas of like you know certain rivers like the euphrates drying up and all that stuff obviously it's kind of hard to you know man make that or or engineer that but it's possible and then just all these other things man it seems like the the political season's about to kick off too so i mean if we end up hopping in a war it even though biden's completely incompetent it, it makes him you know the chances of him, him getting reelected a lot higher you know what i mean? Uh, i don't think that there's ever been a president that doesn't get reelected during wartime so yeah,
7: yeah. and he's he's at least vocally behind uh israel um he, he, he plays that little that little tune um like a, any president would i think but well, he, he, yeah good. he's
8: old old school democrat right the new new school democrats are all like blindly supporting palestine almost it seems like like the squad right like they just go for palestine it's like we don't we don't need to have a side here, you know.
3: I didn't Biden say he grew up in a Jew, strong Jewish community and Jewish synagogue?
8: He probably says that in front of the <laughs> Jewish crowds that he talks to and then he with did. the black crowds he, <laughs> he talks did. it's just like Michelle Obama, dude. Right. She grew up around a bunch of rich white people and then she says that she uh when she's in front of black people she does like a more ghetto voice and stuff. It's kind of racist actually, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's hilarious.
7: <laughs> I love when when Trump wasn't in, uh, 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 in front of the the Hebrew the Hebrew coal- coalition <laughs> And he's talking about. He's like, "Yeah, I got. A lot, I'm very, very good with money." And so are you, people. So, so yeah, I
8: lots of you people. You know, so, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's just, so are just you no,
7: no covering, no covering for it at all. You know,
8: I like gold. I like gold coins, just like you guys, right? It's like, boy, you, you,
7: like, you like walls. I like walls. Hey, well, I love the felta fish, here. right?
8: <laughs> I like a nice steamed fish. Wild. Some of
7: my best. Some of my best sons-in-law are are Jewish. You know.
8: Right. Dude, my, my favorite thing, and it's a meme, it was when Kanye was doing some of his crazy shit, he's dancing, and then it goes to a Trump, a uh, uh, clip of Trump going, look at him. Look at my African-American over there. And it's like an actual clip of him saying, look at my African-American. And he's like, isn't he great? And it's just Kanye was doing some weird shit. But yeah, man, it's hilarious. These guys, stuff. It, it, I, they're they're all fucking
3: phony frauds. Anymore, like they oh, yeah. just whatever whatever fits the moment, you know what I mean. And you, you had mentioned, Whoops. you know, the government bringing in end time uh, prophecy and what have you. Don't forget, during uh, Obama's administration, the Islamic uh, Islamic faith and ISIS and and Hamas and a lot of them were trying to bring about the thirteenth Imam, which is their end time prophet. So it's always going on, no matter which side of the religion you're on. You
7: can have uh, nuclear bombs going off near Washington and uh, uh, politicians have been sucking up to the moment. Can I bring your guys' attention to what happened to uh, Mr. McCarthy this uh, earlier, earlier this week? I, I am extremely curious. What do you guys think of Matt Gates? Because he is saying all I've heard you talk shit about him in the past. Same with Lauren Bobert. same with Marjorie Taylor Greene, which I'm super happy to hear you guys making those noises about. But I hear <laughs> Gates saying everything, a whole bunch of things that this conspiracy theory crowd talks about, specifically the, the devaluation of the dollar and the idea that the preservation of a um, conservative budget is the way to help prevent that from happening. So uh, a, a recap. Back in January, when uh, McCarthy got the votes to become uh, Speaker of the House of Representatives, he had to sign a deal with other Republicans saying, yeah, if you guys have a problem with me, one of you can step up and bring a a, 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 a vote to vacate my seat. So you got to vote for me now, but later you can vote me out. Well, they called him in on that (laughs) because uh, McCarthy was... Pushed because he did push through with a whole bunch of Democratic support. I think all the Democrats voted support of it. They voted for this block spending, his continuing resolution uh, of of government funding across all of its tendrils. Right, um, instead of what Matt Gates what uh, wants to happen, which is to split a whole bunch of these topics into different funding bills, so you don't. He doesn't want to have to fund the effort in Ukraine at the same time as he wants to fund the border wall, he wants to bring up each of those articles to to decide them at the same, you know, to, to decide them separately. So, a, a whole, all that came about, uh, all that discussion came about, and then McCarthy shit-talked uh, Democrats on a Sunday um, um, interview, I think about a week ago, even though Democrats were the ones that helped him push through. So Democrats, when Matt Gates uh asked for a vote to vacate McCarthy's seat, the Democrats came right uh came right along with him and voted with matt gates to kick mccarthy out so that's that it just it just pulled up a whole bunch of ideas about this uniparty that you guys talk about that i want to uh ask about a little bit but first off the is there nothing redeeming about matt gates at this point for you guys in your community
8: huh? i don't know he looked like you wanted to say something a little bit ago ghost when he was going yeah through that.
3: that whole that whole rule that uh he signed that negotiation that one person can bring up uh, his vacancy. That is actually a rule that had been always in the, the House. Nancy Pelosi was the first speaker to abolish that rule, and they hmm. brought it back. So by them doing that, I, I think it's fair. I didn't like McCarthy from the get-go. Um, you walk around Congress, you're a congressman, you should be wearing a, a United States flag on your lapel, not a Ukrainian flag, okay? That's no different than, in my eyes as a vet, that's no different than taking a foreign flag and planting it in, in our soil. You, you don't do that. Um, second, I do like how Matt Gates did a, approach the how you would attack the bills and and the, and the spending and the funding because at the end of the day, that's how the average American does it in their own house. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to, do a lump budget and then find out that you know uh, I'm paying money to uh, uh, erroneous garbage bill that I, I didn't even have for this company. Uh, just dumbing it down for my sake. I, I he's also he's also a little out on the fringe. Um, I you, you touched on the conspiracy theory uh, thing. Uh, I don't I don't know if you've heard this or just forgot, but he's also pushing for Trump to be Speaker of the House again, and that fits right in with all that whole QAnon and the conspiracy theory. Yeah, if he gets Speaker of the House and yeah. all these uh, lawsuits against him can be dropped and then he can be, they, he, they can take Biden and Harris out, he can be put in as president, and then he can run for two more terms and all that, and it, it just it makes everybody, oh, it's part of the plan. We got to trust it. And it's like, oh, my God, please just stop. So I don't know. That That's so, just my so take on it.
7: To, to be clear, it's, uh, I am very thankful that this happened. Even Trump didn't seem like he was willing to go down for that, because I remember that exact conspiracy theory. The idea is, yes, Biden, quote unquote, won the election, but he's going to get in. He's going to die. I remember the bet I think I had with Ryan. I think I have to cash in on still was like within one year, he would be dead. So, uh, that's that hasn't happened, obviously, but, uh, but then the idea was he's gonna die. Kamala will get impeached to some, to, for, for some reason. And then because the Speaker of the House is the next in line, that Trump will be it. But like I said, thankfully, even when they brought it up at press conferences, uh, uh, Trump talked about it. So, yeah, I, I'll help them however they want to, but I'm, I'm, I'm fucking busy if you can't tell. You know, this is as right. he's walking out of his court case that he didn't have to be at, by the way. But, um, yeah. So it fit right in with that. But uh, so on the, on the, on the talk about the economy, this, this, I know we're not experts on it, but I, 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 just, I will say what little bit that I do know about it. It is not a topic that can be boiled down to, this is how I handle my house in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like this is the economy. That's what it means. Like right. the, uh, the management of the household uh, goods and finances, the word means the same, but it's applied to very different contexts I, I don't like how Congress is working. It'd be fucking awesome if they had, because this is the way, and Matt Gates will tell you this too, this is the way that government used to be run. This is the way the government used to be funded was we'll take up each bill, each bill will keep going on. It's this weird It's this weird point, though, where the uniparty party that you guys are talking about looks the most present, the most egregious, when a whole bunch of Democrats are aligning with a few fringe number of Republicans to do what those fringe number of Republicans do. The reason I say it looks like a a, a uniparty is because while Matt Gates can uh, go around town saying that he got rid of McCarthy, he's also saying in the same breath, I did exactly what Democrats would have wanted me to do.
10: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
7: I, I, I don't know. So Ryan's not here to talk about his specific idea of the uniparty, but does this look uniparty ish to you guys or does this look like that fringe because i feel like it can't be it can't m- maybe it's wrong for me to say this but i feel like it can't be both you know you can't have this fringe figure figure making these noises in washington like he is and say this uniparty but there's a way that i can see that some people would think that so I,
3: yeah.
7: does this look like fringe or does this look like right down the middle i think exactly it's both. what you would expect
3: I, I think I think you're hitting on it in a, in a way that it, it's both. It's it's a fringe uniparty in a fringe topic. You know what I mean? Because if it was a different topic, they wouldn't be collaborating together. You know You know what I mean? So this the fact that the, this small little group of Democrats sided with this small little group of uh, Republicans on this matter. I think it is a uniparty in that sense, but it's a fringe uniparty. It's not the the whole uniparty, if that makes sense.
8: That's a good way to put that actually. And, and realistically, man, the government is kind of fringe anyway, right? Like they don't really do a lot of things that the mass majority of people want, right? I mean they don't really act kind of on our in our favor, in my opinion. Obviously, you know, there's people out there that agree with a lot of what they do and what they represent, but I think you you ask the average person on the street. I mean, when I, I'm not wearing the shirt right now, but whenever I wear that government is the virus shirt uh which you can get at dangerousworldpodcast.com i get so many compliments on it dude i've never had one person like look at it and be like what the fuck is that you know what i mean it's like everyone and like people will just be like that's true or like you know everybody has something positive to say about that statement that government is shitty basically so i don't know i i think that in general they're fringe as they are you know they don't really need to do anything to to be fringe
7: so can I, can, let me just ask about this little, the, the, the idea when I'm trying to get my conspiracy theory mind to work is this idea of the unit party that if, if it was a unit party, you would see them work together. You would see both sides work together a whole bunch. Isn't that now if you don't want the government to be around, I understand that that is, that's like, uh, that poses some danger. That sounds scary to you guys, but to me, as a supporter of government uh interventions, it also looks like exactly what I would want to see too you know that 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 that's not the unit party that's specifically two people, two parties of different differing ideologies coming together to work on to to say yes or no together on on one given topic so do you see how your guys's idea of the unit party also looks a whole bunch like what i exactly want to see like that yeah. it's 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 a it, it doesn't i don't think it means therefore the uniparty party is a real thing because people who love the government want to see the people in the government working together i also think it's like a reflection on the idea of the uniparty party like well yes but also this is now the government's doing exactly what the people who like who appreciate governmental interventions would want right. them to do do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, it's, it's, we're looking at the same picture and getting two different, two different,
8: uh, having the, two ideas of, about them. Yeah, yeah. Two different ideas. Yeah. Man, I, I want the government to work together too. If they were going to, excuse me, if they were going to be efficient, they have to work together. So the idea of a uniparty, I think the way that conspiracy type people see the uniparty is that these guys pretend to argue and pretend to want different things right the democrats and the republicans want two different things or they want to run the country in two different ways and they pretend that on the surface but behind the scenes they agree on most things and and i think things that benefit them is what they really all agree on right they the government's never going to shut down you know when there's always these fears of government shutdowns because they're not going to get their pay right They won't fucking ever allow that. They're always going to make sure that they get paid. They always agree on giving themselves raises, right? So I think that they agree on things that benefit them. And that's what makes it a uniparty to people like us. Anytime you get some kind of like dissenting opinion or someone that would come in and actually do something, I think, beneficial to us, they would see it as harmful to them and their end cause, which is basically just, you know, continue getting more and more powerful. Um, you know i think that they that they kind of make it seem like they argue a lot more than they really do so that's my thing with the Uniparty. party but i don't know if you feel the same way ghost but yeah it's ghost, yeah,
9: for-
7: ghost kind of put in his two cents here before what do you, what do you think of that Of that though
3: i pretty much kind of straight up where i'm i'm kind of coming from you know what i mean just a uh, slightly different but at the end of the day i think we're both arriving at the same spot just in different seats of the bus.
7: So does, does, is, I mean, you guys, I'm I'm assuming because your ideas of government are already so, so shaped, do things like this, do events like this, do they not like raise an eyebrow at all with you guys? Do they not think, Oh, maybe something's going fishy or is this just get put in the back of the mind? Like same old, same old, because if if there is something fishy going on here, I think it's correct to say that there's somebody, I think there's somebody in, in Congress that, that's that's going to be against it for the right reasons. Um, maybe you guys don't think that there's anybody there. I feel like, I, 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 actually, that's the other question I want. Is there anyone on that I'm asking specifically? No, I've asked already on other podcasts about um, whether there's anyone in the House of Representatives or the Senate uh, that you guys think is on board. Can I ask... Is there anyone at the national level that you guys think is on board? Because from my understanding, the bigger that someone gets, the less you you guys trust them, which is a really, that's a really fine line. Because then if someone's going to be powerful and make the changes that you guys want to happen, that they're going to need to be big. They're going to need to be big. And that means they're going to be uh, open to a whole bunch of manipulation is there right. any good guy at a national level that you guys are looking to these days? I mean, that's at, at a national level. Like I said, it used to be Alex Jones because he was the closest that we could get with conspiracy theory on the national news. He's
3: right. gone. I'm I think. I, Is there I,
7: anybody that you guys
3: I, are yeah. paying attention to now? Absolutely. Uh, I think uh, Sam Tripoli's all over it. <laughs>
7: I mean, it's a joke. I, <laughs> it's I, a joke. I would, I would say <laughs> he's not. I would say he's not. Like I love Sam too, but see, no, no, I don't I like Sam. Him, that's why I said not making. Oh, okay, <laughs> not making things move. That's why I say, but
8: yeah, no, yeah. Uh, so go ahead, yeah, dude. I don't, I don't think that there's. Um, it's really hard to trust anybody when, when they get huge like that. I try not to just automatically think. Okay, as soon as someone gets to the national level, and it sounds like you're talking more about news people, like a news person, right? Or some kind of situation like I mean, that, not a politician. Th-
7: there, there are no. There are plenty of things that the main. There are plenty of national efforts going on uh, that the mainstream media don't pick up on at all. But right. is is but, you know, you guys are not fucking around with mainstream media. So you guys would, I I think, be the first one to hear about someone who has the right ideas in your guys' minds, making some kind of moves. Maybe not the most efficient ones, and maybe not through um, government interventions. Uh, the way I would expect them to happen. But yeah. as soon as i as soon as I see someone agreeing with you guys, they get big and then they get called a CIA op, you know? And, right. and it leaves you guys yeah. in a really tough spot. And I'm wondering like th- this just starts to look like cynicism, you know, where you guys aren't happy yeah. with anything really.
8: Yeah, it is what it is, man, because you, you think about the uh I'm hearing myself echo. I don't know if that's coming through or not, but um with like the alien thing, right? People are talking about how they they believe in aliens. Now the government's telling them that aliens are real, so they don't believe it. I try not to get in that whole boat, right? But I also don't I just don't really trust any of these people. If you if you got a voice, if you have a big platform, I tend to not really like live and die by any of their words, right? Even even like actual news anchors and politicians and all these people, they'll say real things and they'll say true things, right? But when when you have them all coming together on certain things, like uh, you've got Travis Kelsey right here, this dude, you know, doing his whole Pfizer thing, that's shilly as fuck, right? I mean, he's, he's taking these dumb pictures. You know, I, I don't understand why. Like this is propaganda to use someone like Travis Kelsey, pairing pairing him up with Taylor Swift, right? Uh, I don't think that's an organic relationship, right? I think that that sometimes these couples are set up to be influential and things like that, right? Jay-Z and Beyonce, I think, is a perfect one. Um, but using someone that... N- I, I'm not going to take any medical advice from Travis Kelsey, right? Using him because he's popular. And, you know, Taylor Swift is is obviously popular with her retarded fans. But it's, it's just an interesting way. So, yeah, dude, I, I'm kind of, like, all over the place with that answer. But I try not to just think as soon as someone gets big that they're not trustworthy anymore. Alex Stein has been, you know, really blowing up and a lot of people don't, don't trust him anymore. And it's like, so you want to do this podcast basically for free. Then you don't care if you ever get a real considerable sized audience. You don't care if you, you know, don't make any money doing it. Um, there was a thing going around a lot for a little while where people were really having a problem with shows like mine and ghosts that monetize, right? That we should just be doing this for free. So, i think that a lot of these people think that and that's that's stupid you know nothing is free in my opinion you gotta you gotta you know if you have a good product or a good show i think you should be rewarded for it um but it's a weird way to, to view things man it's a weird way to think like as soon as someone gets to a certain level that they're not trustworthy anymore and what level is that you know what i mean so i don't know i i've i've changed a lot you know, since we first started doing the show, Brandon, I've changed a lot as far as like how how far right I wanted to be or how far right I thought I was. But I'm definitely never going to consider myself a liberal or a Democrat or anything like that because of all the things that they stand for, too. I don't like this kid fucking shit, right? I, I mean, I just can't get past that. Um, sexualizing kids, I don't like that. So that's like a huge thing where I will never get all the way over to that side but i noticed too that the kid fucking goes on on the right as well right all these horrible things go on on the right as well mm-hmm. so i just don't consider myself you know to be on either side but definitely different than than how i was when we first started this for sure i think the only the only place i really get
3: my news information on on a large platform who i i tend to trust even though, I mean, they're they're a big platform is probably no agenda, just the way That's they a, break yeah. it down, and you know it, they they do it fair on each side, whether it's you know pretty much straight down the middle. Sometimes they lean a little little right, and sometimes they lean a little left. But they're, you know, especially Adams' breakdown on the whole trans Maoist agenda with this whole trans transgender uh, issues and stuff. You know, it's just the next Maoist revolution coming into play. So that's about the only pe- people I really get my news from and trust. I don't watch mainstream media. I scroll through TikTok and maybe some Instagram reels just to get shit for our show. But other than that, I don't, I don't even watch the news
8: like at all. Yeah, I was going to say to Brandon, you would probably like no agenda also, even though they're kind of more fringy.
7: So yeah, I, I like them. I like them and I, they make noise on the Capitol floor. I mean, they are aligned with a whole bunch of people who want to see a third party candidate uh, come about Right. the, the thing with, well, everybody has their own ideas about third parties. And what I notice a lot in the conspiracy theory world is that it is a, as soon as it becomes a real possibility, it gets, as I'm telling you guys, as I'm saying that you guys do with other national figures, as soon as they actually get popular, people realize you know this is only helping that other one party you know the the one party who normally the one who's who's in power the third party candidate is is helping in electoral matters um so what they end up doing is and what i'm expecting will happen with no agendas is that they are they're going to get powerful in maybe the 2024 or 2028 uh uh race um but but as soon as that happens a whole bunch of people who were supporting him, just like they did with Trump, supporting them, just like they did with Trump, are going to cast them off. And this goes to, I think, a larger idea about the way that we see the world, guys. I, I, I really think that the drop that you guys had from Trump was as a result of this desire that a whole bunch of conspiracy theorists have to have this messiah, messianic figure to come out and and... Represent them. That's why I know that I know you guys aren't weren't aligned with a whole bunch of what the right had to say, uh, or what Trump had to mo- uh, had to echo when he was president. But it was it was the idea that if he was powerful enough, he could have kept presidency, and that he was a gangster. As I think you said it uh, yourself, Ryan, during his um, during his t- his tenureship, he was a gangster, but he was a gangster for you. You know, he's on our side and that's that's just like a it's a it's a messianic figure that i'm always seeing people look towards and the way that people fall from grace too you know like right. it's not going to be it's not going to be because of the evidence that you guys throw off third party i think it's i think it's because uh, it's going to be because of the impact that it has on the things that you guys want to see happen in the world so it just it leaves it 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 really, it really puts the onus, I think, on the conspiracy theory world to make sure that they're not these cultists, that they're not joining Cult 45 again, and right. that they're not falling into this because I see a whole bunch of Messiah-seeking happening in this community, and it's just not – what happens in Messiah-seeking is – Um, they'll claim miracles you know they'll claim miracles and it doesn't matter that the evidence doesn't show that those miracles were correct it doesn't show that it doesn't matter that the evidence shows it's opposite it's about some emotional truth it's about some larger truth that we have to get around because don't you know the new world government uh the deep state they're they're using emotional truths on us too so we have to fight fire with fire and i and i think you guys end up burning the house down
8: yeah i get what you're saying for sure because uh Trump's thing was culty, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I went to one of the rallies, and it was it was cool, like it was you know until he started talking, and it's like after a little while, then it's like, eh, you know, how long do I want to just sit here kind of listen to this dude talk, right? So we left early and shit, and I do get that there's people that's that that do put Trump on that pedestal, but I think that he's far superior to Biden. I think that he's probably superior to just about anyone else that would pop in there. Um, Kamala Harris would be a fucking nightmare to have, I mean, and who knows how much shit would really change, but just like having that face um, or Biden's mumbling and, and shit like that, you know, and and I would take Trump over just about any other candidate, realistically, but that doesn't mean that it's a, I'm looking at him as a, as a messianic figure, like you said, you saw that a lot on on both sides, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's insane the way that people were looking at Fauci like literally like calling him like saint fauci and shit you know what i mean well it even that, goes to back me, further. Was more of a cult what's that it
3: goes back further i mean the the, the left kind of did it with barack obama
8: and oh yeah dude. Big time. so yeah you know, that's the so thing i mean is it happens it on, really both, is on both sides yeah
3: it's on both sides
8: yeah man so and, and that was the whole thing with with uh with uh obama was that, I mean, people people were worshipping this dude. You know what I mean? Literally worshipping. And they were doing it to Trump, too. Um, but it's li- goofy, you know.
7: I'd like to know if there's any pictures, any paintings uh, of Obama with Jesus. I'm going to look them up right now because and oh. I, I, I'm quite sure you guys have seen the picture of, I think, Trump sitting. In, <laughs> it, a, a fan painted a picture of, like, Trump sitting at uh you know at the defendant's table in court and then right there sitting beside him is jesus like they're the same like they're yeah, the same this right. is a- <laughs> well
8: people do that with, with people do that a lot with people there's a fighter bryce mitchell um and i mentioned him on this show quite a bit because he's kind of a wild dude and uh he in his last fight got his eye poked and he ended up winning but his eye was swollen really bad like jesus's was and someone made a picture comparing bryce mitchell to jesus christ is
3: that the same fight that he came out and held the bible and said freedom or whatever
8: yeah it was wild i mean he's a he's a fucking weird dude but yeah man people do that all the time i'm sure i mean just because we we may not be able to find it on the internet i guarantee you that there's pictures out there of obama and jesus and fauci and jesus you know um, or not pictures like it's actually a photograph, but you know, uh, uh like a painting. D- a painting or AI generated art. I mean, people get wild with all that stuff. Um, there was actually I I keep thinking of Thomas's AI generated art whenever we whenever yeah. I mentioned that dude, like the he's done some hilarious ones, and then like the the calendar he was trying to make like a a politician calendar of like all these politicians, but they're like in swimsuits and like just stacked like perfect <laughs> bodies. It's hilarious actually, but. Um. Yeah, man. There's there's this worshiping on both sides, dude. So I think I mean it is it's convenient. Real quick, it's it's convenient for you know someone that doesn't like Trump to to say that anyone that's voting for him is in the cult of Trump. You know, it's it's kind of an underhanded tactic, I think, because we could say the same thing. We could say that you're in a cult with Biden, right? If if you vote, which I think that actually makes more sense, because what good has Biden actually done? everything's gotten more expensive. Presidents do have effects on the economy when you're giving gas away to other countries, that's going to make the gas price go up. So there's good things that you can point to from that Trump administration. Everything was fucking cheaper. The economy was far superior to what it is now. Um, So there's reasons. And there's actually a lot of people getting off of the left side and saying that they want Trump back because he was just a better leader. So, yeah there's definitely cults on both sides i don't think anyone that votes for trump or supports trump's in a cult i think that's kind of a wild statement but at the same time you know i I do kind of tend to think that with biden like the vote the vote blue no matter who people it's it's stupid you know what i mean i'm not vote red no matter who If if a democrat came in and was actually doing some shit that made sense i'd vote for them you know what i mean um but yeah voting for democrat just because it's like the cool thing to do and they tell you to do that shit in college and stuff it's it doesn't it doesn't really work like that.
3: I almost got duped with Bobby Wait, K.
8: What did you? With who?
3: With Robert Kennedy, uh, RFK Jr. Oh
8: God! <laughs> yeah, a lot of people did. Man, a lot of. I mean, he he says all the right things, but yeah. then you actually look at where his money goes and and his uh, policies and things that he support. I mean, he's a big supporter of Hillary Clinton. She's in the pockets of uh, you know big pharma and stuff like that. One of the most pro big pharma candidates ever. So, yeah, man, a lot of that shit doesn't make sense, um, you know, when when you're sure. saying one thing and then doing another. But, yeah, go ahead, Brandon. I'm just,
7: I'm just this is this is normally uh, this is normally the ah, this is normally the cynic's response to 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 a claim like this. I am not saying that everyone uh, it, that that voted for President Trump is in a cult. I think that word cult gets thrown around way too much.
3: Same with, with Nazi like, or Hitler. It's almost
0: what's the easiest choice you can make
7: Yeah, yeah, it's almost like 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 the the idea of using lobbyists as a bad uh, as a bad term to me. It's like you know there are lobbyists for anti uh, pedophilia uh, uh, laws and movements. There are there are those lobbyists too. There are Mothers Against Drunk Driving. That, that's a that's a lobby. There are things that can achieve good stuff. That was created by the CIA, while, though. Mothers
8: Against Drunk Driving,
7: literally. But, while th- through through that same medium, they can achieve. Uh, total terrible stuff so that, that the cult idea is is a bad thing the idea though that uh that trump was seen as a mess was and is seen more readily as a messianic figure than i think uh the left has ever given him um I, I'll, I'll i'll stand by I'll, I'll stand by that again it there may be images of obama with jesus but it matters Hmm. that the ones that you guys know are the ones with trump with jesus it means that those are the ones out
8: in the in in the zeitgeist Um, there's more conservatives too that believe in god right i mean half of democrats are like atheists and satanists and shit, you know so
7: yeah and with that with that dropping of the belief in god i think comes a whole bunch more healthy skepticism about uh people in power um and i think that's that's reflected in the, in the way all these all these drawings are done uh, all these drawings of jesus and uh trump are yes in and of themselves like of course somebody who believes in jesus is going to draw that picture but but you can right. also see that like there's a uh and, and yes, yes there are especially uh i mean i don't like the idea of our my president being as strong of a catholic as he is but there is an idea that um, in anyone there is the idea that anyone who believes in God that whoever is in charge of the United States at that point becomes the de facto mess- uh, messianic figure you know in some mm. in some way they're also they're either the false prophet or the real prophet because God don't you know since he's around and running things he put them there right I would just say that 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 idea idea though first off that uh, I'm going to sound my atheist flag here the idea that God is real <laughs> And that he has uh some uh some extraterrestrial paranormal activity level uh, effects on our world this is similar to the idea of the deep states and using these a uh, numeral and using numerology and uh, symbology to to change the thoughts of uh, of Americans too so there's just right. it's there's, weird there's, too
8: to add to your point, and it's weird that God would Choose all guys that are related, right? Isn't that kind of weird that he just choose all from the same family? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of strange. Well, no, except that's for very more.
7: In line, don't you? it's very in line, don't you know? Because Jesus is oh, okay. a, a descended of David. He's got a, He's a he's a lord, dude. It's an old school king. Like kings work by Barthain. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. Uh, no, it, it it makes sense. It's old school thinking, man. It's reptile brain shit. Sure. And I think that, uh, and I'll. I'll, I'll say again, I'll sound off my atheist flag here. I think that, that throwing off that idea leaves you much better prepared to, uh, to evaluate the world and the and the leaders we hopefully elect to, to help guide us through it. But
8: right. Yeah. I definitely believe in a, in a creator, right? It's not the Christian version though. It's not anything. Uh, I don't, I don't really subject myself to any religion. My audience and this audience really is familiar with that. Cause I say it just about any time I mention like anything bible related or anything related to god is that i don't really follow it um but i think that that's something definitely created us um that's just my thought but um yeah I, I don't know i think i think something that atheists do do that that not as many christians do is they have the the false idol thing going on you know what i mean that's why so many people looked at look to fauci like that i mean dude i've never seen anything like the fauci shit before you know what i mean and yeah i'm only 32 or whatever but um i've never seen that uh it was literally hitler-like like like how people were just i mean fucking pillows and shit were made of this dude and stuffed animals and people bought them you know what i mean and then now now people are kind of realizing you know what a fraud he was but they'll forget soon you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so And Christians do that same thing, man. Ghost is really good about pointing out the Christian hypocrisies and stuff. You know what I mean? Because I think I don't want to speak for you, man, but you're kind of similar to my belief set where you believe in a creator, but you don't really subject yourself to any one religion. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's tough, dude. It's tough to know what the fuck's going on after we die. But I don't know. I I choose to believe in something. Just don't know what it is.
7: Yeah, well, I'm gonna I I I get what you guys are saying. Uh, I am gonna get off a little bit early here. I bet you guys are gonna keep going. I will bring up the fact the an earlier point that you made about Travis Kelsey. I from what I understand, Travis Kelsey wasn't famous at all until uh, Taylor Taylor Swift started coming along. So (laughs) you know, you know, think think you guys have your crazy ideas, but I'm just over (laughs) here. Supporting Biden. Um, no, no. Uh, thank <laughs> you guys for having me on. I do need to get uh get off a little bit early. Uh, yeah. school is still is still ringing the bells. So thank you guys uh, for real for having me on. Yeah, and, thanks, uh, Brandon. Hope you guys have the good rest of your day. It's always uh, nice getting the... Uh... Else, uh, hit, yeah, yeah. Good uh, talking to you guys. Uh, we gotta maybe do a one on one sometime uh, outside of the uh the the current news uh, out of this format, you know. But uh, hit me up on Instagram, guys, at Dangerous Gent, and uh listen, uh, look me up on Listenable.io. I have a great learning course. There, um, yes. Thank you, guys. Again, oh, yeah. Thank you. Feel-
8: thank you. Yeah. Thanks for popping on, man. Have a good one. Yeah, dude. I wanted to. I actually have a good video um, of kind of some updates. The MVP Victoria sent that, right. but uh, I know you didn't get to talk a whole lot. Did you have any thoughts about what he was saying or where he's coming from with all that stuff? It, it,
3: I, I see where he's coming from. You know, it, it's the typical, you know, left left leaning. You know perspective. However, I will. I, I've said this in, uh, to you in the past, and and to Brandon. I think the last time he was on, he has grown in in many ways. He's not as closed minded as, as he used to be on just one one way. Um, I, I think before, if we would have kind of brought up, hey, you know, they kind of did that with Obama too. He, the old Brandon probably would have got a little, little bit more defensive, and he he didn't. Yeah. But he, he he keeps it fair and 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 narrow and. Hey, he's allowed to believe and 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 do whatever he wants. I like the fact that the new Brandon. I can sit down and actually have a conversation with the old Brandon. When you guys well, first started, I I probably would have went apeshit nuts.
8: <laughs> like, well, that's the thing that a lot of people that a lot of people have said is that they you know don't they they wouldn't be able to sit down and talk with him. You know, back back when we first started he's essentially the same person you know what i mean but he has he has you know kind of opened his mind a little bit when it comes to the things that we talk about and so have i i've opened my mind and and kind of closed it off in other ways because if someone's coming at me with some doomsday prophecy shit like three years ago i would have really put more stock into the october 4th thing you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like that's just a fact like i would have thought like oh shit they're doing something um this time dude we we said it on this show and i'm actually proud that we stick by that kind of stuff where it's like no this is not nothing is going to fucking happen because they've done it over and over again we could have gotten probably a bunch of you know clickbaity things like Mm -hmm. some shows do out there none i'm not talking about any specific show but some shows will lead into these things and and uh or lean in rather just to get more listens you know what i mean and then they end up looking stupid but then they have this other cool fun thing to talk about so their dumb audience forgets about it right. so I you don't know man i think that that realistically whenever you sit down with someone like like brandon um that's completely different than you from like a mental perspective and just the way that he thinks it's good it's it, it's good to not be in a fucking echo chamber oh, so, absolutely um yeah man. So and that that's another reason why, you know, I think people enjoy this show cuz we disagree on things and we'll point out if you share a clip that I think is like stupid, I'll be like, "Yeah, that doesn't really make sense, man." Like right. I don't see where you're going. You'll do the same thing with me. So, um, yeah man, I think it's healthy. So, if, when people say like, "Oh, I wouldn't be able to sit down with so and so." It's like, "Why?" You know, like you can learn something, but I do get what you're saying in that case where he's I mean, he, he really pissed Alex Stein off bad one time, you know what I mean? Because he like, just didn't want to have any fun before, you know, Brandon didn't want to have any fun or see any patterns in movies. I think it was over, um, back to the futures, nine eleven symbolism, I think. And, um, you know, hmm. there's undeniable mm-hmm. stuff in there. There's, yeah. there's patterns. And when you see a pattern, you can point it out and, have some fun with it, and yeah, he was just shitting on that right away. And Alex Stein calls him a faggot. I'm not there. He's like, you and your faggot cousin. Like, all this shit <laughs> like oh shit! Oh so, shit! Yeah, he has a way of getting under people's skin if he tries, but yeah. uh, I think he realizes that's kind of a pointless cause too. So, um, and, I mean, and to I, be fair, I try not to let anybody's the the old me probably w-
3: wouldn't have been able to the the, the newer right, right. me. Yeah, I probably could sit down with the old Brandon, um, because it is nice not being in an echo chamber and. Hearing kind of where the other side is coming from, because a lot of times the way we look at our side is exactly the way the other side's looking at their side. Just right, right. it's called left, and one's called right.
8: And at the end of the day, we both have to realize: two wings, one fucking bird. That's it. One. What it is? Man. Yep. Yeah, dude, Me and him almost got in a fucking fight one time recording a podcast because he was like, like I was trying to bring up stuff, you know, and it was fun, fun kind of out there shit, and he was shitting on it and um we were drinking obviously and stuff but you know i left and i left because i was at his house i left and then the next day we both apologized you know what i mean like he actually he was kind of the bigger person actually called and reached out to me because i was mad dude like I, i wrote out a whole episode and i'm like let's stick with this you know what i mean and he's shitting on it and uh i don't know if he still has that recording but it's funny like we're in the middle of recording i'm like just fucking turn this shit off dude you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. it, it, and then we go out in the garage, we're yelling at each other and shit. His girlfriend's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> but, um, you know, what happens, man. And, and, you know, when you have an impassioned uh, standpoint and there's, you know, booze involved. Yeah. Um, and you could, I, I, and to like be, I said, I think he realized that there's no point to just shitting on someone's thoughts. Right. And... and know not opening up at all so yeah man you grow when you when you have conversations with people that you don't agree with man and to be fair
3: you guys are cousins but yet you kind of are like brothers in the same sense so
8: <laughs> that we grew up together yeah
3: so you put you put that those two together and you put some alcohol and some disagreement in there yeah i, I could see some fists going to cuff.
8: yeah we didn't i mean we didn't come close to hitting each other i don't think i mean right. i i didn't i don't think he did either uh, cause he knows I'd beat that ass, but uh, <laughs> uh you know, it's just in good fun, man it, yeah we we uh you know, it's family, we love each other and shit, so but yeah, man, you gotta have arguments, healthy arguments, healthy debates. it's good for you, but absolutely MVP and IVP Victoria, the greatest contributor of all time to any new show ever, yes, sent a few good things here. um, I also before I forget, I want to get to my buddy president-elect dude i don't know if he likes his real name being out there we haven't um, heard from him in a long time right, he's a good dude man mm-hmm. I, I we uh talk every once in a while um he actually called into the show once yeah he's called into the show uh-huh. when we were doing collins which i'd like to get back to but it's kind of tough when uh you're not going live yeah but yeah so i want to get to his clip after this and then maybe we'll go to one or two other ones that victoria said but this is uh Fairly, fairly long video, but it's some updates on Hamas and Israel and stuff. It seems like it's like in there, out of Israel. So we'll uh, let this roll here for a bit. All right. October 7th,
6: 2023. This is Afat Fanningson, and I'm here to share an update from Israel-Hamas war, which started this morning. I'm going to share some key details and concerns, mostly based on Israeli citizens' voices from the ground and based on official statements. This is a very tough day for me and for us in Israel, and it is tough for people of Palestine too, especially now that Israel is starting to attack back. This war and every war is a horrible thing for everyone involved, except for those who get rich from it, right? This morning, around 6 a.m., Around sunrise, hundreds of Hamas terrorists, at least 300, breached the border fence in multiple places, completely unimpeded, leading to terror attacks and kidnappings in Israeli towns or villages. The terrorists infiltrated a significant number of dry land outposts, as well as a naval naval infiltration point in Zikim. As we speak, Israel is actively engaged in combat in 22 outposts. This is from the IDF statement, the official statement. The attacks have already resulted in over 100 casualties and more than 100 kidnaps of Israeli citizens. In one village, 50 Israelis have been taken hostage, leaving people locked in shelters for long periods of eight to nine hours without rescue. By the way, the 100 kidnappings is not the official number. It's what we hear from people on the ground. I think official numbers talk about 30 or 40 people, but we know there are more. Um, In some places, the terrorists were burning the village, and people didn't know if to leave the shelter and surrender or stay and pray for the fire to not reach them. Many young people who were in a big outdoor party near the Gaza Envelope villages were attacked there. Some ran away, some were injured, and some were still missing. Apparently, Israeli defense forces that were supposed to be around Gaza were placed around the West Bank because of security concerns so that the the Gaza Envelope was left occupied with military, they say around 60 to 80 percent of that area was left without the IDF forces that were supposed to be there. Soldiers are being recruited for reserves as we speak from uh, this morning, but because of stupid reasons such as no public transport, they're waiting hours to get to the bases. Mainstream media, this is an interesting point apparently uh, admits that IDF spokesperson is forbidding them to tell the complete truth about what's happening highlighting a lack of transparency and this is to the Israeli citizens I'm not even talking about overseas I'm talking about to the people of Israel here for hours and hours the reports that came from the mainstream media were completely lacking and people started to rely mostly on the news from each other from people on the ground. Only now, 6 p.m. Israel time, or it's actually 7 already, uh, 12 hours after the event started, we received the first formal statement from the IDF spokesperson, and I will include an article with that statement in the notes. A year ago, there was a military operation in Gaza to prepare for such events, and ongoingly there are trainings for these kind of scenarios. This raises serious questions, for me anyway, about israeli intelligence what happened two years ago there were um, there was a successful deployment of underground barriers with sensors to alert exactly on these kind of terrorist breaches israel has one of the most advanced and high-tech armies how come there was zero response to the border and fence breaching i cannot understand that personally i served in the idf 25 years ago in the intelligence forces there's no way in my view that israel did not know of what's coming a cat moving alongside the fence is triggering all forces so this what happened to the strongest army in the world how come border crossings were wide open Something is very wrong here. Something is very strange. This chain of events is very unusual and not typical for the Israeli defense system. With the recent normalization efforts of Israel and Palestine led by Saudi Arabia, I wonder whether a prisoner's exchange deal is something that could only be seriously considered by Israel if a shocking event like that happened. Is it a possibility that only with Israel hostages it can be justified to release dangerous prisoners from Israeli prisons? I don't know. Mainstream media reported that deputy Hamas leader Salah Al-Aruri suggests using Israeli prisoners for leverage in negotiations. So maybe. <laughs> A point about the situation in Israel in the past few years, which I want to make is related to uh, and those who follow me know that there's a general sense of insecurity in israel there's political and social instability and unrest public funds are being misused on agendas such as covid climate judicial reform abolishing cash and many more the current government is highly corrupt in my view while the previous one was no better I don't care about having a popular opinion. I care about exposing evil forces wherever and whomever they are. So to me, this surprise attack seems like a planned operation on all fronts. This is a failure to protect the people of Israel. And
8: then she goes on, just gives her opinion. But the comments and and I wasn't laughing at what she was saying for the audience. I was highlighting some of the comments and yeah. one of the comments, I don't know if you saw it. Ghost, I highlighted one that was like an all Israel or some shit. Yeah. So I was like highlighting it so you could try and read it, but it was just like you know to us scribbles, but you know some other text.
3: Well, if you wouldn't,
8: everyone else is saying that it seems like an inside job too. Yeah. You know, people that are more familiar and it, it seems like on the ground in Israel. So I don't know.
3: It it is crazy because, you know, they have they have that dome. Um. Why Why didn't What's that thing called Ah. Uh,
8: it's a wild fucking thing. Like
3: yeah. Uh, Let's see. But anyway, the, the that dome. How did these iron dome? Iron dome. How did these uh, hang gliders and and all these other rockets come in? And that that motherfucker didn't go off like it normally does. That that that's kind of odd in in and of itself because any right. other time you see Hamas firing rockets and and shit in there. Man, that dome's going fucking nuts, and hardly any bombs get through.
8: Maybe, like, one or two, if, if they're lucky. That's some pretty cool technology. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, she said a lot there. Um, I don't really have much to add, no. but it seems like kind of kind of along the lines of what we were saying. Like, this is an interesting time. Uh, not that there's ever an ideal time for something like that, but it seems a little fishy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with the technology man like like you said the iron dome that shit's there because they get attacked so often right um i don't know Maybe to me it's it seems strange but let's see what our buddy president elect dude sent in here it's, it just says freemason question mark Ooh. so i love my freemason shit so let's check yeah. it out mm-hmm. let's see the South Sammy Man photographed in so and so. Okay, so yeah, this it's basically a photo of uh, South Sammy Man. Um, from the painted card says A Olson. A type of card was used around 1880 to 1883. Although we don't know if he used the same type of cards before that, this image is found in an album brought. Uh, sorry, bought by Prince Roland Bonaparte in 1883 1884. I think the photo style reminds me of cards from the 1870s, though I can't be sure. So this is just some old, old photo. But yeah, this dude's doing a Freemason pose. Yeah, you know the hidden hand. So that's kind of fun.
3: Yeah, that is kind of fun. And I don't know. I could be. I mean, Freemasons have been around for for a long time. You know
8: that's a weird pose. It's not a natural pose. I've never mm-hmm. posed for a picture like that. You know what I mean?
3: No, Napoleon used to do it too.
8: Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's funny is like, uh, it'd be funny if like the bunny ears was a fucking sonic <laughs> symbol or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, something yeah. that's just like kind of, kind of innocent <laughs> or like the dab that fucking kids do. So there was a couple, there was one other one that was really good. The social media one. This is interesting, man, because we all use social media, so check Mm -hmm. this one out, and then I'll pass it to you, and if uh, we still have time after you're done, I can circle back. Oh, here we go. Entered a brand-new
2: era on the Internet. where social. Let me restart that. As of this week, we have entered a brand-new era on the Internet where social media companies are all going to work together to try to get you to pay to look at memes and tweets and videos. And for anyone who isn't willing to pay... Life online is about to get a lot worse. There's an old cliche people often bring up when we're talking about social media, where if you're not the customer, you're the product. But now, it sounds like the tech companies want you to be both. So on Monday, we learned that TikTok is testing a $4.99 subscription service, which lets you get rid of all the ads. And then on Tuesday, we learned that Meta, which owns Instagram and Facebook, proposed an ad-free service in Europe that would cost $14 a month. Meta and TikTok aren't breaking any new ground here. You've probably seen all those incessant pop-ups trying to get you to pay for YouTube premium. Snapchat has Snapchat Plus. And then of course, Twitter or X has its own $8 a month month service. But there's a problem here for consumers. Because when you've got a service like social media, where you're going to get the same thing whether you pay or not, and the only thing to justify the premium fee is a slightly better experience, it gives companies an incentive to make things worse to encourage you to sign up which is something you've experienced if you've ever been on a plane in the past 20 years. Everybody on an airplane gets to go to the same place. So how do you get people to pay more? Well, you make it suck. It's not just your imagination that air travel has gotten more unpleasant and more uncomfortable, and it's not a mistake they're doing it on purpose. They call this calculated misery. It started with all the things that used to be free getting taken away, like check bags or getting to choose where you sit on the airplane. On some flights, they don't even give you a free Sprite anymore. And the place where they're really squeezing you is legroom. In 2014, a study found that the biggest seats that they're offering on airplanes in CoachNow are tighter than the smallest seats that they used to offer in the 1990s. And so it's <laughs> happened on social media. In fact, it's already happening. You remember on YouTube, they didn't used to have ads that you can't skip. Now they'll have three in a row. You get a little pop-up which tells you, you can make all these ads go away. All you have to do is pay us a couple of bucks they're gonna figure out new creative ways to make things just unpleasant enough on these apps that you'll stick around but you'll think maybe it's worth it now I can already hear all you brave soldiers out there jumping into the comments to defend the corporations if you don't like it on social media why don't you just leave the reason that the airlines can get away with this is what are you gonna do not fly there's only four or five airlines in the United States and they're all pretty much the same and that can happen on social media. As long as it's not just one terrible company doing all this, as long as it happens as a trend and all the social media companies are doing similar things, then you're stuck, right? Social media apps like YouTube, even TikTok, Facebook Messenger, they're basically infrastructure. Now, I know that social media is different from airline travel. You can choose not to use these apps, but you're opting out of communicating with your friends and participating in popular culture. And for a lot of people, those aren't real options. Don't like it? Too bad. As of this week, we have entered a-
3: Interesting, huh? Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Um, I haven't flown since I got out of the military. I got Well, I got, yeah. out, of, I got out of the military, and a year later, 9 11
8: happened. So I was like, yeah, not flying. Some say he did it. Some <sighs> say the ghost is the terrorist. He's one of the dancing Israelis. Yes. No, man, I, I know. Isn't it funny that that was about social media? But the interesting part to us was the plane shit, right? Yeah. Because you know, I'm not a huge social media person. Like, I, I have it for the podcast i haven't been posting that much honestly i need to post more probably to be more efficient with it but Same. my favorite is the comments on something like that when people are like please charge me i'll delete this thing it's like you can delete it now like there was right. one that was like a long comment saying like i hate this how addictive it is and you know I, if they charge me i'll just delete it those people would be the first to fucking pay man uh-huh. if, they're, if they're literally sitting there saying how toxic it is but they they you know i don't know would get off if they got charged dollars
3: it's the same people that said that they were gonna to move to Canada or, or uh, another country if Trump got elected you
8: know it's right. come on
3: not gonna happen
8: yeah not gonna happen I do have that football one that, that I shared with you uh on the tavern do you want to watch that one before we before you go
3: yeah yeah let's do that I forgot all about that because then uh, we can kind of segue into some of the
8: are you drunk
3: no I'm drinking
8: water I don't know. <laughs> No, were you drunk?
3: Oh, was I? Sure. No, I was buzzing a little bit. Um, we don't, I mean, I know, shit. I'm kidding. We started early, so I got drunk Actually, afterwards. let's
8: watch this. And here's the story of the oh, day sorry, right gonna there. That something? is. Were you going to say something?
3: No, I was just going to say I got drunk after the
8: tavern. I bet you did. Let's watch this inspirational. Uh, uh, this is kind of breaking a, a pretty cool barrier. Have you seen this woman kicking football? Mm, I don't think so. It's cool. It's a, it's a really kind of... And
2: here's shot, the story like of the day right there. That is Lalani Armenta, and she's going to play and she's going to kick off and maybe even do some field goals tonight for the Jackson State Tigers. Of course, she was on the Jackson State women's soccer team, and because of injuries this week th- during practice, she's going to get her shot tonight to be a kicker. And what an impressive young lady has been and a chance for her, and I, I'm sure she's pretty nervous at this point. But they have
11: her out there, and sweat football is underway. And the <laughs>
8: and
11: here's the story of the that right there. That,
8: that,
3: that is, that only went like what twenty, thirty yards.
8: It literally went twenty yards. Yeah,
3: it was pretty bad. <laughs> and and right before <laughs> I that, I, it- I was going to say, I'm like, well, a lot of soccer players do get uh, recruited in- into being kickers because you know they have a- they have a strong leg, and <laughs> not her.
8: Yeah, dude, I just thought it was funny because when I saw it, I was expecting her to kick it well, you know what I mean? Because it says, the first female college player in HBCU history. Wow, what a boot. So I was like, oh, (laughs) shit, this is going to be like a good kick. Um, No, it was not. But yeah, so this is an interesting um, football conspiracy, related conspiracy type thing. Um, I love this kind of shit. Um, Here we go.
12: The Super Bowl is predetermined by the NFL, and this year, they're not even trying to hide it. But before I tell you who the Super Bowl narrative is forming around, I need you to fully understand how crazy this scripting really is. Now since the NFL was created, rigging and scripting has always been a part, but Tom Brady and the Patriots are a perfect example. Now Tom Brady came at the perfect time. After 9-11, America needed a hero, maybe even an underdog story, so who better than Tom Brady on the Patriots? I mean, you honestly couldn't have scripted it any better. After 9-11, the star quarterback goes down, the underdog comes in, saves the day, the Patriots go on to win the Super Bowl, Congress enacts the Patriot Act, and all of a sudden there's a Patriots dynasty amongst the league, and it doesn't stop there. Katrina hits New Orleans in 2005, construction doesn't finish until 2010, and can you guess who won the Super Bowl that year? And I don't want this video to be 20 minutes long, so let's skip to 2020 with a familiar face, Tom Brady. This is after COVID, everybody's staying at home, so who better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady to win the super bowl at home in tampa bay it makes perfect sense and you couldn't have scripted it any better what about the rams sean McVay with the ukrainian wife the rams with the same exact colorway as the ukrainian flag and that reminds me i think the golden state warriors won that same exact year with the same exact colors kind of like after the boston bombing the boston red sox went on to win the world series it's not just the nfl and i could go all day about this but the one thing i want you to take from this video is the kelsey brothers and their connection to swift this 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 offseason, the Philadelphia Eagles signed DeAndre Swift, who's from the Philadelphia area, to team up with Jason Kelsey in that offensive line. Now, the past two weeks, Travis Kelsey's got his own Swift, Taylor Swift, and they cannot stop talking about that. And this entire video's been focused around how major events are planned with the Super Bowl. So I would find it extremely perfect if there was a rematch between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Tied in with some type of global banking event, because Swift is actually an acronym for a system that allows countries to transfer money between banks. This cannot be a coincidence. This has to be foreshadowing by the NFL.
8: Yeah, I like it. The guy's voice is annoying as shit. He talks really weird, but uh, still, interesting theory.
12: Yeah,
3: I I don't know. I I like it, 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 and when you look back on all that, I I remember rooting for the Patriots that year after 9-11. I'm like, yeah, you know, getting duped right into it, and then you know, you remember about oh shit, yeah, the Saints did win after Katrina, and the Red Austin. Sox won after the bombing, and the Rams won right after the Ukrainian war, and now so but I don't Golden know. state, yeah, Golden State and, also same yeah. colors, so yeah, with this whole um, Kelsey Swift thing, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked, would not be shocked to see because. I think the Eagles are undefeated right
8: now. Uh, no, they lost. Who'd they lose to?
3: I thought they were 4-0. Let me,
8: Let me double check. Let me check that. I thought they lost to someone kind of shitty. But go ahead and play whatever video. All right. Oh, yeah, they are 4-0. Okay. Here is you.
3: Here is uh, Mr. Travis Kelsey um, reacting <laughs> Being called out by Aaron Rodgers.
9: I, uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean with this stash right now, I look like a guy named Mr. Pfizer. Who knew who knew I'd get into the Vax Wars with Aaron Rodgers, man? It's that, Mr. Pfizer versus uh the Johnson and Johnson family over there, I stand by it. One thousand percent and uh fully comfortable with him
8: calling me Mr. pfizer would you? uh why did he call him Mr. Johnson and Johnson or Johnson Johnson family?
3: I don't know because Rogers isn't vaxxed.
8: Maybe he did some kind of ad for some Johnson and Johnson product or something. Speed uh-huh. stick, I don't know. If Maybe even. So but
3: yeah, uh, yeah I, <laughs> someone took to to social media already.
11: Hey, Mister Pfizer, what's it like to be so <laughs> famous? Did you let? Naughty score, touchdown in your anus, bet you did.
4: And
11: now you're Mr. Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's quite the gift.
4: Hello, <laughs> for Swift D. Hey, Mr. Pfizer.
8: <laughs> That's good. I
3: know the audio was a little off, but I, I couldn't resist. I was just like, oh, shit. Um, and then uh, this happened during the Bears game. So, uh... Watchers yeah dub bears watch in the background
4: check this out you got the Chicago head coach the offense coordinator calling in and plays and back here get somebody Ooh, I' see with Washington or something
2: right behind them now watch when I press play.
3: Look at his head. Fuckers taking pictures.
8: Why didn't no one notice that? Huh. And why would he leave his fucking case on?
3: I don't. I don't know. I. I can't. When I saw, it, I was like, at first, I didn't. I. I was just like, what? And then I'm like, oh shit! This was the game that they they just won against the Commanders, and that whole game was kind of weird because. Uh, the Bears got a, a a huge play called back, and it should have been a touchdown. And but they they said he s- stepped out of bounds
8: or some shit, and he he wasn't even near going out of bounds. And I don't know. So yeah, dude. You know what the shitty part is? Is I had twenty dollars on that dude getting the touchdown. I forget his name. I think he was number two. Uh, what's his number? But I had twenty bucks on him getting a touchdown. And it was like really good odds, and so I was excited. And then right away. You know, nothing. So, kind of sucked. I love Thursday night football, though, man. It's cool that it's on Amazon. Like, I I enjoy watching it because there's not a whole lot on. Like, it's kind of cool that you get, you know, a Sunday night game, Monday night. I never get to see the Monday night games because we're doing the I do the master debaters with Matt. But then the Thursday night game is super fun, dude. It's like heading into the weekend. Yeah, I like it. Well, they used to suck.
3: they they've gotten a little bit better with the Thursday night games, but man, they used to put the shittiest fucking games
6: on
8: yeah i don't mind i mean this that uh that bears commander's game was supposed to be super shitty but i enjoyed it man like it was a high scoring game the fucking uh bears actually looked really good and uh i bet on the bears and i bet on high scoring so i was happy with that nice missed my stupid touchstone but so
3: fine. here's this little recipe i want i actually want to try it and i i think you'll try it too
8: Th- this looks this Guy makes some pretty cool stuff yes am I just
13: learning about deviled egg burgers? Like, this is genius. (laughs) I saw this idea from Chili Pepper Cooks, and with how much I love deviled eggs, this was a must-try. Now, I make my filling different every time, but here I just did salt, pepper, paprika, and mayo. Poop it into your egg, then a small cheesy patty, topping with the other half of your egg. Finish with sesame seeds and don't share with anyone. Easy 10 out of 10 recipe. But am I just learning about I mean, that's pretty cool. Man. That
3: looks fucking amazing. Because I like a dippy egg, like a o- over easy or whatever egg on a burger. If you've never had one, try it. Oh, my God. It's so good.
8: You guys call dippy eggs, dippy eggs there? Like grown ass men are ordering dippy eggs.
3: Yeah, that's what they're called out here. M- dippy eggs. You go into that's any so restaurant, you're weird. like, give me a dippy egg.
8: Oh, dude, I would never, I'll just say, can I just get it over easy or over medium? That's yeah. so, it's like a kid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it I comes want a be- dippy egg.
3: yeah, well, I think it derives because we always take our toast and dip it in the yolk, and they're dippy Right, eggs. I
8: get it, I I get the reference, it's just a strange thing for a, a, an adult man to say, but. Yeah,
3: yeah I, I'll let you do a poll, anytime you talk to somebody from Pennsylvania, ask them what they call their eggs, and I guarantee you, every one of them will say, yeah, it's a dippy egg.
8: Dippy eggs. I like it. Uh, I like it. We call uh, tunnels, tun tons. Tun-tuns. So. Yes, you do. <laughs> I guess that's kind of the same thing.
3: So I was trying to play this for you on uh, the tavern. It didn't come through. I did clip uh, and edit it. This is pretty cool. <laughs> okay. It's a trophy. See, it says hunt of the year. That's you. It's a trophy. <laughs>
8: It says unto the air.
3: See, <laughs> that's you. Isn't
8: uh, that always sunny. I think it might have been. I don't know if he's in anything else.
3: Um, let's see what Infowars has. Uh, I forget why I clipped Ooh. this, but I, I I saved it because obviously
10: I thought it was good. Um, now this this guy is hilarious. I've been following this guy. The best damn roofer is his name on oh. Twitter. We're gonna try to get him on the show. This guy,
3: yes. <laughs> i wouldn't mind getting him on 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 the show too
10: this, in my opinion this guy's genius he's incredible so he taxes liberals on his on his roofing jobs and, and this whole thing has gone completely viral he, he gives you an update on the situation here in uh whatever the clip is
2: hey guys just me lord big time here today um and since I was attacked by the uh, left socialist
7: communist snake mob, I was under fire for bad reviews and people um crash-talking me online, saying that I'm an alcoholic, trying to call <laughs> every client I've ever been with or anyone I'm associated with, calling me names, calling me a drunk. And, uh, guys, I just want to let you know what that actually did for me. It gave me a plethora of work, and uh well the people that hire me, definitely liberals, so... It's been a good thing. And then you called and uh, told them I was a bunch of drunk idiots and I'm a piece of So now majority of the homeowners leave me a full case of alcoholic
10: beverages. Well I hate to be rude. Someone gives you a drink. You drink it. Nice coarse banquet. Here's to the left mob. Thank you very much. I mean, this guy is hilarious. He's, he's turned a roofing business into a social media phenomenon. But I'm going to tell you something else. I've been saying this for years. I, I know it feels uh, counterintuitive here, but this is how you find success. And it will be an uphill battle, but I'm telling you, going anti-left and going anti-liberal in your marketing will benefit you in the end. And so that's yeah. why I want to get this individual on to talk about that phenomenon. I'm telling you, don't be afraid. It will benefit you.
8: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, man. Any company that is, uh, you know, conservative or right leaning, they they do really well, man. Because it's just something it's rare, you know. All these huge companies mm-hmm. bend the knee to that fucking liberal mind virus.
3: I seen another uh, TikTok with him. He actually. Now, if he gets hired by a liberal, he charges them like double. Really? Yeah, like he'll he'll charge them more than he would somebody that's conservative.
8: Funny. Yeah, man, that's funny.
3: You want to get back to the Speaker of the House for a second? Yeah. Sure. All right.
2: Bring in our next guest. He's just launched a bid to be the next speaker of the house. The, the job opened up. I don't know if you heard. Uh, he's now with the exclusive interview, with Congressman Jim Jordan. Congressman, great to see you. Good you
13: were, you were on the fence the night of the ouster. What changed your mind to say, I, I want to be speaker. You need someone who can unite the conference, and I think just as importantly, unite the conservative and Republican movement across this country. Uh, that's what I think I can do. That's why I'm running for the job. I like the job I had. Uh, chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Chairman of the Select Committee on the Weaponization of Government doing the work there. But I do think we have to have someone who can bring our team together. I think I'm best equipped to do that. The eight people who voted in a way that I, I disagreed with, yeah. we got to bring them into the fold. I think I'm best equipped to do that so that we can then go do the things we told the American people we would do for them. And the first thing I would focus on The very first thing I would focus on is one sentence. No money can be used to process or release into this country any new migrants. You have to change the equation. You have to stop what's going on there in Texas and across our country. That is the first bill we should do. Attach that to a spending bill and get that done for the America. And everyone knows this is the central issue. Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, is in Latin America as we speak because this problem is so big. We need to address that. We need to get the Democrats on board to do what their constituents want them to do as well.
1: You shouldn't be penalized for the good job that you did on judiciary because people, Americans, the Republicans love to see what you're doing to go after the Biden family and get to the bottom of of what they have done with their taxes, if they've done anything wrong, if it was pay for play and all of that kind of thing. But if you do leave, if you become speaker and you have to leave judiciary, what will happen to that committee now? Will those investigations still continue?
13: They sure will. We've, we've been working with the Speaker's office all along. Many times you have to consult House counsel when you're doing all these depositions, all these subpoenas that get sent out. So we've, we've had that already happen. If in fact I get the privilege of being the next Speaker of the House, we will continue to work with the team on judiciary and oversight and ways and means as we do our investigative work, as we do our constitutional duty of oversight of the executive branch, that will continue. I was in a deposition. I was in a deposition two days ago with the U.S. Attorney from the District of Columbia, Matthew Graves, who declined to partner with David Weiss. I was in that deposition when all this was happening here uh, in the House. So, yes, that that has to continue because that's our job.
2: Uh, you know, Mr. Jordan, that uh, moderates have said, they've been very vocal, they will not vote for anybody unless they change that rule on one vote can get somebody vacated from the seat, which is essentially how the uh, Capitol coup happened the other day. So moderates want to change the rule, but for conservatives, that is a deal breaker. So, and there is, I was reading this morning in Axios, I believe, there is, uh, expectations are rock bottom that the civil war between the many factions of the Republican Party can be fixed by next week.
13: Well, we have to fix it. And I said this on the House floor on January 3rd when I nominated Speaker McCarthy. I said it a couple of days ago. Any differences that exist in the Republican Party pale. Pale in comparison to the differences between us and the radical left, which now unfortunately controls the Democrat Party. We had better stick together. We had better come together to fight for the things that make our country the greatest nation ever, and the things the American people elected us to do. Again, I think I, I can do that if that if the conference wants that rule changed. I'm not. If I'm speaker, I'm not going to go to Democrats to get that done. No, no way. We will have to decide as 222 Republicans, are we going to change that? That's the only way it gets done if that's what the conference wants. So that's something that has to, again, you have to bring the team together. That's what we have to focus on so that we can help the American people and do what we said we were going to do. Lawrence? I like it. Congressman,
4: I'm here with the folks from the great state of Texas. They want to know if you guys are going to start fighting for them. Like, the unity is okay, but at what cost?
8: so, yeah. yeah, the one part that he said, and a lot of people in the comments were pointing it out that uh, he, sh- he shouldn't attach it to anything. You know, you wanted to ch- attach the migrant bill onto some spending bill. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but yeah, just single bills that are easy to understand for people. And there's no adverse effects of these things. Like you'll see some wild shit slipped into bills, you know, mm-hmm. like that that should be illegal as fuck. I think if you yeah. call it a bill, it should only be that. Um and Jim Jordan, for the record, seems okay. Yeah, you know, he, I I, I don't mind him. But.
3: I, I don't know him personally to say, oh, I trust the guy. But I don't know. He seems pretty straight down down the middle. Like and and shoots shoots straight. You know what I mean? I don't know. Now there's he that ha, there's there's that side of the Speaker of the House. Here's the other side. So are you saying that if Donald Trump ah. installed as the Speaker of the House? What? No, I'm not going to play it. Yeah, I didn't realize the audio was so quiet. It's it, they're at a conference and everybody's oh, Trump's going to be the next speaker, of the house and this and that and yada 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 and it's yeah. it's just like, oh, really? Um I came
8: back uh from last last election, remember? Mhm.
3: Um but Jim Jordan said that the mayor is down in uh of New York is down in uh South America. Here's what's going on in New York.
4: So what is it? Right. Oh, it's a shelter. Oh, good looking. It's a shelter, my. picture. you yeah. Excuse me. You're not supposed to film here. That's who? What I'm saying. You. You're not supposed to film here. What is this? I don't know. You're not, you're not. You don't have right to do this. I don't have okay. the right to do what? Yes, you don't have right to film in here. That's what I'm telling you. What is this over here? And who are you? Okay. You wanna know who I am? Please, sir. You're not. You don't have right to film here. I'm talking to you right now. You don't have right to film here. Can you please? Who are you? I don't know. They don't want nobody out here. They don't want nobody where. They're standing in front of the building Jeez. with a camera. Okay. Oh, y'all bugger. And you really no, want you to record it, bro? You All right, you wait. you wait. Yo, yo, why you surrounding me? Why you surrounding me? Yo? You wait. Oh, now you want me no, to no, wait? No, no, you wait. What's no, up, no, yo? What's relax. up relax. with you, bro? Yo? Relax. relax, yo. Why y'all surrounding me? What's up, yo? Relax, you relax. you can be here? Relax, relax. relax. You can talk to NYPD. Talk to who? I don't talk to Popo. I'm not a snitch. You all talk to them. Turnaround. Stop playing with me. Turnaround. Look at this one. Look at this bird. <laughs> Yo, who are you, bro? Why are you on my property? Or oh, your property? My property. Yo, stop playing with me, huh? Don't you realize he's trying to date you? Let him speak. I'm about to knock him the f*** out. That's what I'm about to do. That'll move back. So <laughs> y'all niggas doing, bro. Especially you, bro. Who the f*** you think you are? Huh? You don't come to the sidewalk and talk to me like that. You hear me? Clear me. Make hey, this the last time you approach a member of the public, giving them orders on the fucking sidewalk. Stake for your job. It's our job to tell you to move. You don't tell me to move. don't go by vote. Who are you? It's my job. Who are you? Job. Your job is inside. Not outside, bro. Outside. You. Security. Security. Look at you. Look at the cop right here. What's your name? In the badge on brother. I don't know how to read. Right here. What is it? What is it? Right here. Say it out for the people, bro. Seven eight zero seven. Name? Thank you very much. You're welcome. There you go. Now you keep it moving, and the f- for I knock you the f- out, nigga.
3: There's like no fear Strong in that dude's job, eyes.
4: Man. This is sidewalk I don't know what this is. I don't know who you are. You don't come outside and give me orders. All
11: right. And I'm still here. And you came to and gave me an order. And why were you still here? All right, let's give this a little bit of context. The reason why this dude was getting so upset is because that location that he was filming was one of the many locations in and around New York City that are being used to house the illegal immigrants that are flowing in and out of New York City, okay? Or flowing into New York City that are being bused from the border states due to a a brilliant political move uh, from uh, Governor Abbott down in Texas. And so here's the thing. What's going on in New York, they do not want you to see these things. They do not want you to see, number one, that a lot of these illegal immigrants are being housed with taxpayer dollars, by the way, in luxury hotels. That are getting, they're getting room service, okay, they're getting paid, they're getting all of this other stuff that the taxpayer dollars are paying for, by the way. This is why, one of the reasons why New York City taxes are so high, but they want to keep this stuff from the American public as much as they can. That's why Hmm. there were so many different people walking out of that facility onto the street telling this person not to record because they don't want you or I to see what is going on on the street streets of New York City right now. I was just in New York City a couple of weeks ago. And when you go to New York City, you realize that these 10,000, I think Mayor, Mayor Eric Adams said that there are 10,000 illegal immigrants coming into New York City every single month. And when you go to New York City and you spend time in Midtown, you see them. They are everywhere. They are sitting on steps to the subway. They are just hanging out on the streets. They are everywhere in New York City and you know that they are the new illegal immigrants that are being bussed into New York City because New York City has always had a sizable illegal immigrant population, but those illegal immigrants were absorbed into the fabric of the city, so they had jobs and homes and all that other stuff. This is a much different situation and the powers that be in New York City do not want you to see this. That is why there's building security, there's security guards, there's police officers, there's all these people that did not want that person filming this because they don't want you to see the results of what happens when a city takes in thousands and thousands and thousands of illegal immigrants. It cannot handle. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. uh, Okay. I don't know. A A lot of crazy shit. You know, they want to be a sanctuary city and is it a game on on Abbott's side that yeah we're going to bust him up there? I don't blame him. I mean, you live on a border uh, in a border state. If if your state's constantly being flooded and you see all these kind of liberal leaning cities like New York saying oh sanctuary cities and this and that and you you shouldn't build a wall. Fine, take the problem. Here's my headache. This is what I deal with every single day. Now you deal with it. And so they are, yeah. and I've seen a lot of videos. The average New Yorker, man, they they are pissed. They are pissed off.
8: No, I get it, man. Um, I think that what Abbott's doing though is just helping the agenda. He's literally just getting these people farther away from the border, and and you know, the, people think that that's a brilliant political move, but it's a, it's like a liberal move. Mm-hmm. It seems like you're using taxpayer dollars to shuttle these people to different states and it's deeper into the country you know what i mean from where they from where they were um and just spreading them out you know what i mean i'm sure that they're not just going to new york they're probably going to all different liberal states and shit. but that's just in my opinion it's just kind of furthering the agenda getting more people kind of more into the fabric as that guy said into the fabric of the communities and stuff yeah
3: that's all i have uh you got anything else you want to do kind of the week
8: I'm ready to do cunt of the week if you are, man. Yeah,
3: let's do it.
5: Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 cunt. cunt, cunt,
3: cunt do you want to go first or do you want me to? You can go first. I'm struggling with this one. Travis Kelsey and Swifties are my cunt okay. of the week. Mist- okay. Hello, Mr. Pfizer.
8: Mr. Pfizer. <laughs> um. I mean, we mentioned Fauci, Yeah, you know, um, he's always up there. I think he's just perpetual kind of the week. Um, Maybe uh, I'll give it to Biden because of the, uh, even though he's a perpetual one Mm -hmm. as well, but because of these immigrant policies. Yeah, that's fair. Um, That's stressful.
3: I think that's two fair cunts of the week. And maybe two may,
8: fair cunts. Actually, bef- I love a good fair cunt.
3: Before we go, I I had mentioned doing a segment with you, um, just to kind of be goofy. I don't know if this will be every every week, but uh, every everybody knows about the Florida man. You put in Google and you get the Florida oh, yeah. man, right? Well, here's yeah. the Arkansas man.
8: Oh, yeah.
1: A night of drinking resulted in some felony charges for two men in Arkansas. They decided to test out a bulletproof vest by shooting each other. It happened wow. in a town called Rogers. According to court documents, Christopher Hicks first shot Charles Ferris. Then, <laughs> Ferris got mad. Oh, why? It, why, it he? why? it hurt. Why? So he shot Hicks several times in the back and those shots left bruises on Hicks. Jeez. Both men are now charged with aggravated assault and have been ordered wow. to stay away from him. Well, that's the-
2: probably a good
7: idea, right? <laughs> you two don't need to be together anymore.
1: Nope. Nothing good comes of that <laughs> partnership. So just, uh, First? stay in your own places, men. That's
8: wild. Yeah, we should try and find different yeah. men from different states that do stupid shit.
3: We should. That that was a a little shout out there to uh to Hank from the 643 conspiracy. So, uh, yeah. Shout out Hank. Shout, shout out Hank. Hank. That's
8: wild, dude. Yeah. Let's get drunk. That is some Florida man type shit. Yeah. And
3: let's get drunk. Hey, buddy, put on the bulletproof vest. I'm going to sit here and see if this bull uh, bull go right to you.
8: Oh, well, you got pissed now you want to shoot me? Okay, okay. That's wild, man. That's fucking nuts. I actually had one clip that I wanted to share too. I forgot about this. It's super short. Okay. But, um, it's, uh, Kanye West talking about Cardi B being a, uh, Illuminati plant, like CIA plant or something. All right.
12: Being Illuminati. That's why, that's why fucking Cardi B was over there. Cardi B is a plant by the Illuminati. She don't write her raps. She just there to like sound as ignorant as possible. And just, and then make songs like fuck him and you get some money. You know, she literally replaced, you know, Nicki Minaj purposely uh-huh. that they put her there. And like she doesn't know what to do. And she's just a fucking, he had no idea what
13: the fuck is going on. She thinks it's just a blessing from the universe. There ain't no blessing from the fucking universe, you know? These are luminaries, huh?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it, it is funny because, uh, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, Lil Kim—they all just kind of fell the fuck off.
8: Yeah, it's weird too that someone's just filming them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. filming them, say all that stuff. It is kind of—I was a little suspicious of that, but I—it is interesting. So, nonetheless, fun stuff, man.
3: Fun stuff, fun stuff, and uh, yeah, uh, to our audience, thank you for tuning in to another conspiracy underground news team. I wouldn't say special edition, but we had Bean of the week on for a little bit. We had Brandon back. And it's always nice to get a, uh, a different take uh, you know, from the from the other side of uh, the political aisle, as they like to say. So shout out, Brandon, for coming back on. And uh, always a pleasure. And uh, for you fine fellow patriots and non-patriots, whatever you want to call yourself, I don't care. Thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next Tuesday.
4: Now get you what they told you Now get you what they
0: told you And now get to what they told you And now get you what
4: they told you And now get to what they told you Now get to what they told you And what they told you control And I get what they told And what they told you Dropped in